show, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. And so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica grab a bottle and get comfy friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. I have to tell you guys about a new meat delivery subscription service I'm using. ButcherBox delivers high quality meat you can trust right to your front door. I'm talking free range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, 100% grass fed and grass finished beef and wild caught seafood. So you can feel good about what you're eating, but also the taste and the quality are amazing. I made a steak dinner last night with two cuts of ribeyes from ButcherBox and wow, you can taste the quality. You can snag two free pounds of ground beef in your first box and all future shipments with my link. Yes, that means free ground beef for life, guys. Click the link in my show notes to grab your first butcher box. Hi, friends. Happy April. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. April just feels really good to me. I just have a great feeling about it. It feels fresh, doesn't it? Like, I don't know where you live, but here in Maryland, you know we are on the cusp of warmer weather. My favorite purple flowers are blooming in the yard. We are getting more light in the evenings, and I love being outside in the evenings and on weekends with my family. Just like the smell of the grill going, and we bring out the cornhole boards and practice baseball, go on bike rides. I'm just excited for fresh air, fresh things to do, a fresh season. That winter felt a little hectic and icky to me. I mean, we survived it, right? But I'm glad it's over. Yes, Miss Positivity, see the bright side here, is not afraid to tell you that I felt that way about it. So we made it. It's April. I just returned from Punta Cana and have been playing catch up this entire week and taking on a new gut health nutrition program you may have seen if you follow my social media stories. I feel like the catch-up is never-ending. Totally worth it to have the experience I did, though. So because of the success of my Beachbody coaching business last year, I earned a trip for five days to an all-inclusive resort in Punta Cana. And I got to bring my husband for free. This is my first big, like, earned reward, for lack of a better word, since leaving my government job in 2020 and building this business from home. My husband finally got to see what I've been working so hard for and why, and he finally got to be in the community to talk with people that have been in this business much longer than me and see why I believe in this opportunity and why it was worth the risk that I took and that I have what it takes. It's that community I've been living in for the past three years, but that he wasn't tuned into. Speaking of having what it takes, that's what I want to talk about today. I left my job because I knew if someone else could do this, I could too. And I continue through the heart of it all and continued despite support because I knew if I could work hard to be in a great job I didn't want, I could work hard to be in a great job that I really wanted. But that doesn't mean that I don't have moments of self-doubt. It doesn't mean that I don't too get caught comparing myself to others on social media, seeing others further along in the business. It's easy to say, well, 
that's because she's a part of a top team, or well, that's because she has her husband's support, or well, that's because she had this amazing warm market to start. And in case you don't know, by warm market, I just mean that immediate support of your friends and family ready to buy from you as soon as you start building your business, right? Like while it's out. Having a rough sales month where it feels like sales are stagnant, missing goals I've set for myself in the business, having coaches leave my team along the way when I saw so much potential in them, or even just waking up tired and not wanting to work that day. Yes, even though I love what I do, I have those days. All those things make you go, hmm, am I good enough for this? Am I cut out for this? Am I capable of reaching the same success that so-and-so other coach has? She probably never feels this way. She's a natural at this. She's probably running circles around the work I'm doing. She probably stays up late. She probably gets up early. And that's where it gets hard for me. Even though I'm doing so much, I often get caught in feeling like I'm not doing enough. Like, girl, you gotta sleep. Hello, Enneagram 3s. How easy your thoughts can start to cloud all of your accomplishments, right? And insert... Personal development is for everybody that self-work has taught me what to do in those moments. I know how to take a deep breath and ask myself, but is that true? Is it really true that the coach I'm putting on this pedestal doesn't have self-doubts, doesn't ever get tired, works nonstop? That's not true. That's not possible. I'm basing my thoughts on her recognitions within the company and on her highlight reel on social media. It's not true that she doesn't sleep, right? It's not true that she doesn't have help. It's not true that she doesn't have self-doubts herself. I am amazing. She doesn't have anything in her that I don't have in me. That is true. I have a much quicker turnaround time on those thoughts than I used to, but I think I will always have those moments of self-doubt If I'm living my life the way I hope to, I always plan to be putting myself in uncomfortable situations and situations that put me in the company of people further along than myself. That's my goal. It's so amazing to me to see our potential as humans to just do awesome shit and live out things we set our minds to. But back to Punta Cana, I kept telling myself going in, those coaches are no better than you no different than you. You earned your place here. You deserve to be here. I had to keep telling myself that. Do you ever do that in social situations or work situations? Do you start to wonder if you're good enough to be among those people in your truest form? Like if you were being totally yourself, would these people wonder what you were doing here? I do that quite often. But I rebound from those thoughts better, but I still do it. In work meetings, I never felt smart enough, as if I didn't earn a place in that room. In social situations, I think to myself, these people have their shit together way more than I do. Their lives seem so perfect, even down to the decor of someone's home, just being honest, y'all. Like, what are they doing differently that allows them to afford to decorate their home this way? Makes mine look like a dorm room. Meanwhile, I'm over here struggling to build a business, get my husband to believe in it, not ask anyone for financial help, raise my boys, keep up my health and fitness goals. I feel like an imposter all the time. Again, I've gotten much better. I'm working on it. So leading up to Punta Cana, I really had to put myself 
uh, and my work, my self-work from these past couple years to use. I pulled out all the tricks. So those coaches seem so confident in their place there, so happy with their teams. And here I am walking in with my husband. (laughs) No team. The last year, I won't have a team with me, by the way. I'm manifesting that shit. Feeling like, whoa, I'm so far behind these people. But that's actually not true. Damn it, that's a bullshit story I'm telling myself. I can't control who on my team goes, right? That has nothing to do with my place here. I earned the spot to be here, and I chose to come. They are no better than me. It's like high school all over again for me, though, seeing girls with their teams and I'm over here with my boyfriend. Well, it's my husband these days, but you get what I'm saying, right? Guys, I literally had to keep catching myself in different moments throughout the trip when I felt this way. But I promised myself going in, just like I made that mission at the beginning of the year to get in the room, go listen to that episode if you haven't yet. It's so, so good. I promised myself that I would walk with confidence through every event in Punta Cana, that I would walk right up to people as an equal, which I even did to our CEO, by the way. (laughs) We We were at a private party on the first night. And like this company pulled out like the red carpet for us guys, like we took over the beach. I feel sorry for the people at the resort that did not know that a Beachbody event was taking over because we freaking took over. So we shut down like one huge part of the beach. It was Beachbody's beach, huge stage tables, beautiful, beautiful. So we're at this private party on the first night and my husband goes, oh, there's Carl, CEO of Beachbody, FYI, Carl. And I didn't even respond to my husband or say a word in any form. I just started walking towards Carl. I couldn't respond to my husband because in my head, I was too busy thinking, just go, just go, just go as I'm walking towards Carl. Don't think about it. Go say hello. You earn this. You deserve to be here. I got straight to him and I shook his hand looked him in the eye, my stepdad would be so proud, and thanked him for throwing such an amazing event for us and for creating a platform that has truly changed my life. I said everything I wanted to say, and I said it with confidence, right in his eyes. And I even got to witness him take in what I said and then look around at the beauty of it all with me. I was super proud of myself in that moment, And I will never forget his smile. That was the spark I needed to kick the trip off. Hey, start with the CEO, right? So I also knew that a top coach that I was going to talk to was going to be there as well, that I was wanting to talk to. I kept telling myself not to be afraid to walk right up to her. She's no different than me, right? I reminded myself. I said it to my husband. If I see her, this is what I'm going to say. And I was ready, boy. Like, I had my script down. Well, we were leaving breakfast one day, and there she was, walking towards me with her husband, walking towards me and my husband with her husband. I wanted to talk to her because she made this post about her first year on this trip, how no one knew who she was, no one knew her name, she had no team, and she came with her husband only. She was me. I am her. 
And now she's a top coach just a few years later. I needed to tell her that I'm that girl. Thank you for sharing that message. So I locked my eyes on her and walked straight up. Again, didn't even say a word to my husband, just left him probably wondering where is she going now? Because I was too busy in my head telling myself, go, go, go. She is no better than you. She is you. And I shook her hand. And I was able to tell her everything I wanted to say. I did not expect to get emotional during this podcast, but I just felt that moment all over again. And she actually had a conversation with me back. (laughs) And I was shocked by that in the moment, honestly. It was like, like the reassuring thoughts I was telling myself that she is me. She is no different than me. Actually came to life before my eyes. Of course she would converse back with me. She is no different. I felt the genuineness in her before I met her, and that's why I had to meet her. So of course she had a conversation with me. Ah, person two, I had to speak to, and I did it. And I won't bore you with the rest in long stories, but I spoke to every single person I wanted to that I've been talking to virtually for the past three years. I said everything I wanted to say. But I had moments where I had to remind myself that I deserved to be there. Even when my husband would say, what rank is she? And she, and she within the business. And I would tell him, and he would be so impressed by that because it is impressive. But it was also a reminder to myself that I'm not there yet. And then I would have to remind myself, but you will be. She's just been doing this longer. Look at what you've done so far. I'm impressive too, damn it. Am I the only one crazy enough to have these thought wars with myself throughout the day? (laughs) Tell me I'm not crazy. Oh, gosh. So anyway, there was an elite party that I couldn't go to because I'm not an elite coach yet. And again, another moment where it's like, gosh, I have so much work to do to get where they are. But wait, is that a bad thing? No, I get to do what I love to do. It's gotten me this far. It will get me to where they are and beyond. You know, I think in these situations where you have those thoughts of feeling less than, you have choices on how to process it. I know you probably haven't had the exact situations I'm talking about today, but I think we've all been in a place or situation where we questioned our place there. We have choices on how to process that. Some people process it with excuses. and We take away the work others put in by coming up with excuses why it was easier for them. Or some people process it with finding ways to knock the other person down with words. I've experienced that plenty from men who felt intimidated by me and also from women who felt the same. Or some people process it with more validation of why they will never have what those people have. And I think a lot of people do this one based on the countless conversations I have with people daily. They tell themselves they will never have the thing or reach the goal or whatever because of all the reasons they've stacked in their mind to build a wall between where they are now and where they could be if they got out of their own way. 
They make sure that wall is secure, too, because they never have to get uncomfortable. They never have to put in the work. Their situation is somehow harder than everyone else's on the planet, and no one else has ever thrived out of that same situation they are in. And they die with their dreams. They die thinking, must be nice. Then there's people who process those feelings that bubble up when they're in a big room. They process that as fuel. Punta Cana was the fuel to my fire. I had to make a choice to use it as that. Life is a series of choices. I'm choosing to use the stories of those people further along than me as proof that I can have that too, if I'm willing to work harder than they did. My husband asking me what elite rank was within our company and what I needed to do to get there, that was fuel. Seeing top coaches on stage to offer us business advice is fuel. It's all fuel to the fire that was already building in me to make my vision a reality. That vision helped me leave a job with a reliable salary and benefits. That vision helped me stand tall in my decision to leave when people looked at me like I had three heads. That vision allowed me to listen to my husband's disapproval and fears around my choice and not take them on as my own. That vision got me to this beautiful place I'm at today. That vision is unwavering. And that Punta Cana trip and all those moments where I was surrounded by people who were not better than me, just further along than me, that was fuel. It was more proof that I can do this, that those people are no different than me. And I even thought about what it would look and feel like when I reached that level of success. I talked to my husband around the pool about the kind of person that I will be. I want to always make people feel my equal, no matter how far along they are in their business. Just like that coach did that I stopped and talked to. I'm on a mission to make every single one of them know that they are no different than me. I know what it'll look, sound, and feel like. I sat around that pool and envisioned it. It's important to get that detailed about your vision and what you want. It builds your belief in yourself. It's important to get yourself in rooms with people who are closer to the goal than you are. Whatever that is for you. Take the workout class that's been intimidating you. Take the course that begins your journey to the certification or degree you've always wanted. Start getting in interviews with your dream companies. Start attending local events where you can get an opportunity to find people doing the thing you want to do. Use social media to your advantage. Join groups. Friend the person that's already doing the thing. Introduce yourself. Get in the room. You are worthy. Yes, you are. You are no different. There is nothing special in them that you don't have in you. I'm not the only one who has those thoughts I talked about today before. You know who else has imposter syndrome? All the smart, successful people that you think have their shit together. Every one of them has moments where they wonder if they are doing enough, if they are good enough. I just want you to know that you are. You are good enough. Fight off those thoughts that tell you otherwise and fight them off relentlessly over and over. Keep walking towards the life you dream of. As sometimes our greatest suppressors is not outside things. 
It's not our location. It's not the people around us. It's not money. It's our thoughts. It's our mind fighting to keep us comfortable. Don't let it win. For those of you that may be like mid-journey to whatever your goal is, I want to talk to you for a second. There's something else I do in those moments where I'm like, well, actually, wait, let me say this first. Building your own business requires a level of self-discipline that I can't even describe. Especially when the weather starts to warm up and I live in a beach town. So, you know, or like today. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm sitting in my chair by the window, listening to the birds chirping, and my son is sitting across from me waiting for mommy to be done work. Mommy's trying to stay afloat with Punta Cana ketchup. I'm tired. I took them bowling last night and didn't get bed till after 11. Tried to wake up early to finish these show notes and record while everyone else slept. Well, if you're a mom of kids who don't sleep... You know, that means that my kids also got the memo that mom was getting up early for quiet time. And so they got up early too. So in this moment, I have thoughts of, am I a bad mom? I battle with it being good that they see mommy working and then also mom guilt. My head hurts because I didn't get enough sleep. I really just want to go snuggle on the couch with my son and watch a movie and fall back asleep. But there is no time for that. There is time for that later today but not right now. This is where the self-discipline comes in. No one is going to come in and do the work for me to create the life I know I'm capable of living. I don't have a boss that's going to fire me if I don't show up this morning. So I have to inject something else in place of that boss. And that is that lion inside of me that is hungry for this to work. She made me show up this morning. And she is fierce, honey as I sit here in my robe and slippers, half fighting against her. (laughs) But you know what that fierceness inside me reminds me of when I have moments I don't feel good enough mid journey between where I was and where I want to be simply because I'm tired or simply because I'm around people who have been doing it longer. I'm reminded of what it felt like to be back in my office chair at my last job. I put myself back in that room. The sounds The smell, the feels, the view out of my windows, the desk, my chair, my 1,000 post-it notes everywhere. I'm there. I can put myself right back there. And I remember how far I've come. Girl, you better get it together. You do not want to be back in that seat. You got this. Look at what you've built so far. Don't throw it away for a moment of comfort. Before my meeting in D.C. in December that I talk about in the Get in the Room episode, I almost didn't go last minute. I almost excused myself so that I could stay comfortable. The old me never would have walked up to the CEO and one of the top coaches. I would have told myself, stay by your husband. Whisper to him who they are from afar. Stay comfortable but I don't want you to stay comfortable because what you think enough of becomes your reality. And don't let your thoughts keep your reality small work to change that. It all starts in your mind and replacing those limiting beliefs with affirmations that you are perfectly capable, capable that you are totally worthy. Even if it has to get tougher before it gets better, you will grow through that phase. You are worth fighting for. 
Your dreams are worth fighting for. You have everything it takes already inside of you. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode by asking you guys a favor. If you've been connecting with this podcast, could you please go drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts? It's the tool Apple uses to know whether they should recommend my podcast to more people. And if you vibed with this episode or maybe know someone else who needs to hear this message, could you share this podcast as well? If you do, please tag me too so that I can personally thank you. Let's raise our glasses for a cheers. I'm on a matcha kick, so raise your matcha or your mimosa or your gallon water jug or that glass of wine, whatever you have today, and cheers with me. Cheers to no longer accepting crumbs that will always leave us starving. To living big, to living loud, to moving not without self-doubt, but despite it. To knowing we have everything it takes inside of us to make our vision a reality. Go shoot your shots with the unwavering confidence that you belong on the court. Until next episode, friends. E.